As a journalist who has covered the finance sector over the last five years, I've had the opportunity to interview and engage with some of the best minds in the space. Leaving big bank earnings reports to the boring traditional media firms, I'll focus on the tech-savvy apps, digital investing platforms, challenger banks, and payment giants to drive relevant content that looks forward to disruption instead of fearing it. I'm Nicole Kasperson, fintech journalist, and this is What the Fintech. Hi, everyone, and welcome to What the Fintech. I'm your host, Nicole Kasperson, and today I'm coming at you with some fresh news as Fintech Stash announced that Smart Portfolio, its fully managed account, will introduce Bitcoin and Ethereum exposure via handpicked trusts managed by Grayscale. With us to discuss the news is Elizabeth Marchetti, Director of Investment Strategy at Stash. Liz, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you for having me. Of course. With this announcement and product offering, Stash is saying it believes that crypto exposure is an essential part of a future-proofed portfolio for all Americans. Will you elaborate on how you came to this sentiment and why now? Yeah, absolutely. So just to back up quickly and explain what Stash is and kind of the context of this decision. So uh, again, I'm Elizabeth Marchetti, Director of Investment Strategy at Stash. Um, I do have to preface by saying nothing I say here is legal investment or tax advice. So carrying on. Um, so Stash is a banking and investment platform that was founded to support everyday Americans um, on the path to financial security, and hopefully, ultimately, uh, wealth. We currently have about 2 million uh, active subscribers. And in the course of the company's history, we have served uh, something like 6 million people. And I really mean everyday Americans. Uh, our average subscriber is in their early 30s, um, report a household income of around $50,000. And they're actually spread through the U.S. pretty consistently with how um, uh, the U.S. population is spread throughout the country. So all that to say, um, you know, we're, we're I, I would guess, sort of an entry-level investment platform. And what's really distinct about us and fundamental to our identity and how we serve customers is that we're a registered investment advisor. Um, and that distinction um, just means that we are ethically, legally, and regulated consistent with serving our customers' best interest. So Smart Portfolio is a, uh, a product that was launched about a year ago. Um, many of our customers kind of pursue the most flexible investment experience on Stash. You know, we curate and provide fiduciary oversight of a big universe of stocks and ETFs, but for the most part, customers are kind of selecting among their own investments. Uh, but about a year ago, we were just sensing a lot of demand for a more fully managed product. So smart portfolio, they're really simple, just intended to be kind of core investment solutions, meaning we're not trying to beat the market. We're not acting as a asset strategist, but we're putting together for our customers a portfolio of cost-effective ETFs that kind of mirror the market and the portfolio exposures are adjusted to the risk profile that they identify. So it's a really long-winded explanation trying to set up the context for um, this new edition of cryptocurrency trust. So that portfolio is, you know, as you can imagine, just kind of global equity exposure and core bond exposure. And in looking, kind of surveying the market moment right now, uh, we felt like we had really an imperative to to kind of rethink our diversification playbook. Um, 
you know, we think that there's uh, well, there's already been a trend forming that says that stocks and bonds may not diversify as effectively as they had. So we had a unique opportunity to introduce cryptocurrency and marry that kind of enhancement with a very timely market view on where we needed to position customers. So we've done that by adding Grayscale's uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum trusts um, allocated based on the target risk level of the customer's portfolio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and why now, I guess, is it just uh, given the current environment and you know, obviously the, the buzz around all things crypto? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I imagine, you know, you kind of had to go through an evaluation process, right, uh, of the digital right. asset landscape. Talk to us about that a bit. Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're excited. There, there's no, you know, not acknowledging that customers want crypto. They're so interested in it. And we listen and always will to our customers. So they asked and we listened, but that's not why we've chosen now to put these assets in smart portfolio. We had to have a really compelling um robustly researched case for adding these assets into the trust. Um, and that certainly has borne out in a lot of research. I mean, there's a very intuitive case that, you know, everybody's, the, the headlines are hard to miss around Bitcoin as digital gold and store of value and, you know, Ethereum and um, related kind of blockchain innovations as, you know, the the future of money, the future of finance, but it certainly took time and we needed to be able to, you know, point to data that says this is intuitive. It is theoretical, but we think that the markets are at a point where they can support the investment case um, that, you know, everybody has hoped for, for these assets for a very long time. So it just seemed like the right moment. You know, we're trying to prepare portfolios, kind of batten down the hatches relative to inflation as well as a a rising rate environment and really among other alternative assets that we could deploy in portfolios, these seemed like the best ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, how'd you land on large cap cryptocurrencies as the right choice for smart portfolio? So we definitely feel like Bitcoin and Ethereum offer very kind of complementary tracks within, um, within, you know, crypto assets in general. Um, It's really interesting right now to watch this, you know, the headlines are very busy about this kind of war being waged over who owns Web3 and and all that. I mean, you know, I I, I would think if anything, um, the the Twitter wars on this topic have done a lot to illuminate the differences in Bitcoin and Ethereum and other assets out there. But we really do like the, you know, long-term potential for Bitcoin to act as a true digital gold in that sense. And then on the other hand, we thought that Ethereum offered a much more kind of unique entry point into a ton of, of innovation occurring and, and really what is going to become a much broader digital economy. So, and we, we also obviously have to satisfy um, investment criteria related to, you know, performance history, liquidity, um, maturity in those markets. So they just checked a lot of boxes and it felt like we were going to get Um, bang for our buck in terms of diversification with those two. Yeah, awesome. And how did you factor the volatile price histories of Bitcoin and Ethereum when coming up with the Stash investment thesis? So this this one's tricky because, again, these assets were designed specifically to respond to a market environment and a, a monetary kind of 
rate regime put in place at the beginning of really this cycle post-crisis. So we haven't had the opportunity to observe these investment characteristics forming our thesis, but and at the same time, obviously, crypto volatility is most of the headline most of the time. So we we definitely did. We have to kind of extrapolate a sense of that market's direction, and we have to watch every day. You know how what are you know derivatives activities saying about how these markets could stabilize as institutional adoption grows. But really, the best way right now that we can manage the risk that these assets introduce into the portfolio is by sizing them appropriately. Um, these allocations in aggregate are no higher than 6% in any portfolio or in any of our models. Um, and, you know, we manage risk by keeping an eye on correlations. And I, I think is, um, as these assets mature, as institutional adoption occurs, we're only going to be able to better understand and anticipate the drivers of volatility. Mm-hmm. For sure. And with this change, Stash is both adding cryptocurrency trust exposure and reducing fixed income ETF exposure. Talk to us through this decision and what this means for Stash users. Yeah, so so we wanted to make that point kind of in our communications, just reminding people we're not just adding crypto. There's, a, a, you know, an equal and opposite market view that we're putting it putting to work there. So what we decided to do was trim core bond ETF exposure to make room for this instead of, you know, trimming from equities and bonds. So this, again, is just very specific to our feeling like fixed income total return is 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 going to be really pressured by a combination of inflation and rising interest rates. So that was a big part of our, you know, kind of overall thesis. And what this means for uh, stash users are really specifically smart portfolio holders is that we are we've updated the diversification playbook and it doesn't mean that necessarily that we're going to reduce volatility but it does mean that we've and obviously I mean as you know we've acknowledged crypto has been and is it a volatile asset class but what we're doing is we think diversifying the drivers of performance across different market environments. So, so we're hoping over the long term, and these portfolios really are designed to be long-term investment solutions. Over the long term, there will be differentiated growth opportunities and diversification. Yeah, how's the stash uh, portfolio construction and crypto offering really uh, feel different compared with other d- digital investment advisors out there? To my knowledge, and I'm sure somebody will find a way to <laughs> to prove me wrong, but but I'm not sure that. So this is a fully managed account. I mean, we're you know, stash users are trusting us to exercise complete discretion over what's in the portfolio, how often we rebalance, you know, whether we rebalance. You know, they're they're putting a lot of trust in us and getting professionally managed account. I'm aware of other advisory kind of peers in the space who've made these trusts or or made crypto an option in robo type investment solutions, but we're really going out there and implementing this market view on behalf of our customers. So I think, I think it's unique what, what we're doing. And I mean, it, it, we wouldn't have done it if we, if we didn't have a, really, really high conviction investment view on crypto. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Liz. Is there anything else that you'd like to add that I didn't ask about given uh, your, your close relationship and, and work on, on this offering? No, uh, thank you for letting me um, come and nerd out. I, you know, <laughs> appreciate any opportunity to represent the work we're doing at Stash and um, look forward to following you. Great, great. Thank you. And thank you again for joining us, Liz from Stash. And to our listeners for tuning in, we'll see you next time.